the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Sorry, I'm not buying it. I'm guessing by now you've heard about the story in the Atlantic about President Trump. It's all based on anonymous sources, of course. Jeffrey Goldberg of the Atlantic writes that when President Trump, uh, Donald Trump, canceled a visit to the American Cemetery near Paris in 2018, he blamed rain for the last-minute decision, saying that the, quote, helicopter couldn't fly and that the Secret Service couldn't drive him there. This is Goldberg writing now. Neither claim was true. Trump, Trump rejected the idea of the visit because he feared his hair would become disheveled in the rain and because he did not believe it important to honor American war dead, according to four people with firsthand knowledge of the discussion. He also supposedly said, according to the sources, why should I go to the cemetery? It's filled with losers. That's a quote from the story. Sorry, but there's no way that he could have said those things without somebody repeating it to somebody else long before two months ahead of an election, which we just happen to be right now. And surprisingly enough, John Bolton wrote about the same day in his book, that same incident. Of course, Bolton, who used to be a liar and the media hated him, is now a truth teller, according to the media, because his book was mostly anti-Trump. But here's what he wrote about that day. The weather was bad, and Kelly, that's his chief of staff at the time, and I spoke about whether to travel as planned to the cemetery where many U.S. World War I dead were buried. Marine One's crew was saying that bad visibility would make it imprudent to chopper to the cemetery. The ceiling was not too low for Marines to fly in combat, but flying POTUS was obviously something very different. So John Bolton was there, and he wrote about it in his book, and he said that the, exactly what Donald Trump said, that... He uh, what the what the uh, what the what the the report was about the Secret Service that uh, they said it was too dangerous. You can bet that the non-Fox media are going to have a lot of fun with this one, and people who already hate Donald Trump, uh, they're going to believe every word of it. But sorry, uh, it, it it stinks to high heaven, and you have to wonder what the Democrats and their friends in the media have left after this. Uh, now President Trump, of course, tweeted that the Atlantic is a dying magazine like most magazines and he says this is all just more fake news and another hoax and by the way fox news actually has two different stories about this jennifer griffin who reports from the pentagon for them and nasa security who i who strikes me as a very anti-trump reporter by the way she says she talked to sources at the pentagon who say the atlantic story is accurate okay that's what she says on fox meanwhile john roberts at fox who covers the white house for fox he did a report, and he said the two sources that uh, who were on the trip in question with Trump, quote, refuted the main thesis of the Atlantic's reporting that Trump canceled his trip to the cemetery. One of the sources who refuted the Atlantic's report is not a fan of Trump. This is all according to uh, uh, Morris um, and he, Roberts, I should say. And both sources said that Trump was upset about not being able to go to the cemetery and said they had never heard Trump refer to war dead as losers or suckers. So two stories from, uh, from uh, Fox. None of the sources in any of these stories from Fox or the Atlantic uh, are anything but anonymous. So you take it from there. Sorry, I just don't think the story has any legs. It's a little bit too ridiculous. And the media, they're going to have fun with it for a while, and it will disappear, though. Meanwhile, uh, speaking of hoaxes, when I come back, I'm going to be talking to a guy who was caught in what might be the worst government hoax in American history. Carter Page is coming up next. Stick around. Worried about deductibles and co-pays, dental or vision? How about elective procedures? Marley Financial has got you covered. This is John Steigerwald. Marley Financial is now offering a new health savings account that can be used for anything health-related, anything. Co-pays and deductibles, any prescription, even elective procedures. Marley's new turbocharged health savings account can set you free of high premiums and out-of-pocket expenses. 
There's even a company matching component that can provide two or even three to one in benefits. And because it's a contribution, not a premium, your value stays with you for the rest of your life. And if you recently lost your job and your health benefits, Marley has programs to get you the coverage you need when you need it most. Call Marley Financial today at 724-884-1496 and ask about their new turbocharged health savings account. That's 784-884-1496. Marley Financial, the most innovative agency in the marketplace at MarleyFG.com. For more than 20 years, investigative filmmaker Tim Mahoney has traveled across the globe in search of patterns of evidence to support some of the Old Testament's most miraculous events. Now, with the Red Sea Miracle Part 2, Journey to Egypt and Beyond, as Tim interviews some of the world's foremost experts to discover the truth. Is there evidence of how and where the host of Israelites could have traveled as recorded in the Bible? Is there evidence of the Egyptian army's demise in the Red Sea? If you've seen the first part of this investigation of the Red Sea miracle, you won't want to miss the continuation. The results of his pursuits are faith-affirming and fascinating. You must see Patterns of Evidence, The Red Sea Miracle, Part 2. To see this powerful documentary and others in the series, go to SalemNow.com and use the promo code Pittsburgh for 20% off. That's SalemNow.com, promo code Pittsburgh. Hey, John Stoggerwald here. I'm just here to tell you how much I love my pillow and how it's changed my sleep. Check out the new mattress topper. That's really amazing. Now, I don't know if I love my pillow or the my pillow mattress topper more. Get a my pillow mattress topper and get some of the best sleep of your life. Now it comes with a 10-year warranty and a cover that's washable and dryable. And it's made in the USA and backed with Mike Lindell's 60-day money back guarantee. Just go to mypillow.com. And save 30%. Use promo code STAG or call 800-716-8087. When you do, Mike gives you two standard MyPillows free. That's MyPillow.com, promo code STAG, or call 800-716-8087. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. You've heard all the lies about President Trump. Trump is a racist. Trump is Putin's pet. Here's the truth. Trump is the most effective conservative president that America has had in decades. And every lie they spread about him is targeting you. This is Kurt Schlichter, and my new book is called The 21 Biggest Lies About Donald Trump and You. It does what no other book does. It knocks down the 21 biggest lies about our president with facts and logic and humor. Trump obstructed justice. Trump hates immigrants. These are big lies. And the reason for the lies is simple. President Trump is the first president in a long time to stand up for the Constitution and for conservative principles. And when the left wants to tear down everything this country stands for, my new book, The 21 Biggest Lies About Donald Trump and You, explains why this president's courage and common sense are exactly what we need today. This is the most important book of the year. Read it and you'll agree. The 21 Biggest Lies About Donald Trump and You by me, Kurt Schlichter. Get it wherever books are sold. This is the John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250, The Answer. Well, we're less than two months away from the election now, and so far, Spygate doesn't look like it's going to be much of a factor at this point. The pandemic and the riots have kind of overshadowed just about everything else. Carter Page knows all about Spygate, and the big difference with him is that he knows it from the inside. He's written a book about it called Abuse and Power. How an Innocent American Was Framed in an Attempted Coup Against the President. And Carter joins us now. Carter, thanks for being here. Hey, great uh, great to be with you, John. So um, I, this, this, this is a really complicated story, obviously, and we only have uh, 15 minutes, and we can't really do it justice. So I, a lot of this stuff's going to just be general. But it says right there in the title that it was an attempted coup. How close did we come to a coup? That would be my question. Well, John, I, I think we have all of the elements, unfortunately. Um, and, you know, to, to your point in the intro as to, uh, you know, it's, it's not getting much attention. I mean, that, that really is a serious abuse in and of itself because so many lives were put at risk. So much damage was done to our, the U.S. government 
due to these literally criminal acts by a number of bad actors associated with both the Obama-Biden administration on the one hand, as well as the Democrat Party on the other hand. And unfortunately, it was largely driven by their allies in the mainstream media, which helped to spin this false story all along. Yeah, now, the Russian uh, collusion hoax didn't get Hillary Clinton elected, but do you think that the Democrats really thought they could get away with it to the point that they could uh, remove President Trump after he, he was elected? Or were they in so deep they uh, they just had to keep it going to protect themselves, or maybe a little bit of both? I, I think you uh, you framed it the right way, John. It, it, it really is a little bit of both. And unfortunately, I think this is a major driver, right? And one of the problems, as I was alluding to, the fact that there hasn't been full justice as of yet is – Unfortunately, there are operators within the U.S. government who have done everything in their power to cover up for their cronies and some of these very powerful forces in Washington that uh, then-candidate Trump, in the last presidential election cycle, was putting some pressure on and was really looking to, you know, change their entire their entire. Uh, way of doing business and really their entire way of life. They, you know, similar to uh, Mr. Biden, I mean, these are people who largely have uh, lived and worked uh, or, or worked at least in, in the Washington swamp going back many, many decades. So it's, it's a real challenge and there's, uh, there's a lot of pressure related to this. So, And, and um, you, you have to wonder, though, I mean, that, that they could even, would they have even had the nerve to attempt this if they weren't 100%, 110% convinced that Hillary Clinton was going to be president? Did they even yeah, attempt yeah, this? I think, yeah, no, I, th- I think that's absolutely right. And that, uh, yeah, yeah that's, that's a good point. That's what I was sort of leading into with my point of, um, you yeah. know, the cover-up. Because the assumption was, and if you look at polls, you know, we know all the problems with polls. But in the last election cycle, you know, she was largely expected to win, right? Mm-hmm. So when they, they decided, and, you know, they, they had a lot of issues and they were trying to dig up dirt and throw around a lot of manufactured dirt as a way of damaging and really interfering illegally in the last presidential election cycle based on a lot of criminal activity. Unfortunately, it, uh, I mean, just the nature of this beast the U.S. intelligence community, I mean, one of its defining characteristics has been secrecy, going back to the very creation of the CIA back in the 1940s, right? And, you know, the FBI, which has had a series of major problems uh, throughout the course of its history as well. Uh, although, although each of these organizations are critically important for our country and for our national security, they unfortunately have have really, you know, when there are bad actors at the top of the government, uh, a lot of things can go very wrong. And this is this is one of the worst ever examples, if not the worst ever example. It really brings Watergate to a, a whole new new level. And I think I think when you read the book and get a full sense of what actually happened, uh, it really shocks the conscience in so many ways. Yeah, the book is Abuse and Power, How an Innocent American Was Framed in an Attempted Coup Against the President. We're talking to the author, Carter Page. Uh, Carter, we're two, we're two months away from the election, and so far the only person involved with the attempted coup or coup uh, to pay a price is Kevin Kleinsmith. Um, he pled guilty to falsifying information. Is he just a bit player? And how confident are you that, the, that this Durham report will end up with indictments for the people at the top? Well, it's a big open question, John. And unfortunately, uh, you know, you, you can look at it two ways. On the one hand, giving this extraordinary spying power that the U.S. government has uh, and, you know, his direct involvement in key parts of that terrible abuse, um, you know, he had immense power. On the other hand, and as we know through uh, documents, you know, the initial documents that have been thus far re- uh, revealed, there are a lot of additional bad actors involved, you know, going to the 
to the highest levels of the U.S. Department of Justice and the uh, FBI as well. And, of course, most infamous amongst those is none other than uh, former FBI director James Comey, who uh, who really was at the center of this, and he, he, he won the, the world record for the most uh, false FISA warrants. Um, he signed one both before the election in October 2016, one during President Trump's transition period, uh, just a couple of weeks before he, uh, his inauguration in January of 2017, and then again uh, the month before he finally got fired in April of 2017. Again, all with serious uh, errors and omissions, and that, that's just based on some of the preliminary investigations. I, by all accounts, and if you just read through some of the uh, initial evidence, which has been very partially uncovered, uh, there's certainly a lot more to it. And that, that's, again, part of the main uh, objective of this book is to help fill in the picture so that American voters, when they go to the polls uh, in a couple of months, will you know have have a correct view as to what happened. And unfortunately... This all was driven by the Obama-Biden administration and, and their, uh, their, their funders and their supporters in the Democrat Party in conjunction with the uh, media, which has been so incredibly dishonest thus far. So, but how confident are you that before the election or even any time that the Durham reports could end up with indictments that, for people who, uh, whose names people recognize? Nobody knew who Kevin Kleinsmith was. Well, it's uh, it's an open question. I uh, I hear what you're saying, John. Uh, no one really knows for sure. I know there are a lot of people in Congress and millions of Americans who have been calling for the reestablishment of justice uh, and some accountability for these terrible crimes which were committed. And really, I mean, tearing up. I mean, there's that infamous... Uh, image of uh, Speaker of the House Pelosi just ripping up documents during the State of the Union. I mean, they, they essentially did the same thing. The Democrat Party did the same thing to the U.S. Constitution. And unfortunately, as we continue to see the uh, false reports, it's just uh, per- uh, perpetuated by the mainstream media, which keeps driving more and more false stories. So who is the big cheese, though, uh, Carter, and all this? Is it Comey, or does this have to go all the way up to Obama and Biden? Well, it's, it's pot- I mean, there, there are different elements to it, John. On the one hand, the signatories, the, some of the top signatories are, you know, Mr. Comey, who uh, was leading the FBI. He signed it three times. He, he, you know, there are four uh, false or problematic uh, FISA warrants against myself as a way of spying on the Trump campaign. But there, it was also at the highest level of the Justice Department. And the two of the most infamous people there are Sally Yates, who, oh, by the way, uh, was a speaker at the DNC convention for some reason a couple of weeks ago. I mean, it, it just shows the complete disregard for the rule of law that this person who signed two of the... Uh, uh, the, the false FISA warrants with all these errors and omissions uh, is actually a speaker at the, the Democrat Party's annual convention when it was the Democrat Party that paid for this abusive process in the uh, in a federal court to begin with. So, I mean, there, there really is a lot at stake and our, our country is at risk in so many ways. And going back to your point on Mr. Kleinsmith, I mean, the one charge that he got was false statements. And unfortunately, as as we've come to learn on on so many ways, you know, there are a ton of people who have been, it's been well established that they're infamous for their false statements within the uh, Obama-Biden administration and in the uh, months and years following. And unfortunately, uh, there hasn't been uh, much accountability as of yet. And we'll have to see because it really extends far beyond just the false statements, which we know were completely prolific. 
on the one hand. On the other hand, you know, Mr. Kleinsmith, who my lawyers were in touch with and who I sent emails to as well, uh, you know, we informed him that my life was put at risk, that I'm getting death threats related to these false media stories that the Democrat Party and these bad actors within the government were illegally pushing out there to, you know, unwitting uh, American viewers of, on TV and, you know, readers in the, of the mainstream media. And unfortunately, they not only did nothing, you know, they did nothing about it by, by all accounts and to, as far as I could tell, but it actually continued for many, many more months uh, as, as these false reports and illegal leaks just continued uh, incessantly. Now, did Adam Schiff's uh, testimony also cause you to receive death threats? Yeah, absolutely. I explain all that in uh, Chapter 5, which is titled Terror Threats in the Adam Schiff Show. And really, uh, he, that was actually one of the worst days of my life, you know, which was at the very, uh, it, it was a low, low point in this terrible debacle. And I, you know, a lot of uh, a lot of your listeners will probably remember on March twentieth, two thousand seventeen. That's when James Comey, then FBI director, goes in front of the House Intelligence Committee, and, and none other than Adam Schiff starts reading from this DNC-funded, uh, just fraudulent source, this Christopher Steele guy. He's he's reading you know, these uh, false allegations about me on national television. And, of course, I mean, that, that's the day I, uh, I think I got the most death threats. And, unfortunately, again, you know, uh, the week after that, I, I actually met with the FBI, uh, told them about, about all this, and as, as I just mentioned earlier, uh, they did absolutely nothing about it um, and only, you know, continued... <laughs> submitting even more false reports. So it was really, I mean, it's terrible abuses that was, you know, largely designed. I always bear in mind that they weren't just doing it to destroy my life. They, you know, the main objective was to create so many problems for uh, uh, candidate Trump really throughout his transition and out into the, uh, you know, the start of his administration and, for a lot of reasons, it's unfortunately continued to this day. But, you know, not many people have a full appreciation. Uh, we have about two minutes left here. Uh, I'm up against a hard break, Carter, but uh, it's Carter Page, and he's written a book, Abuse and Power, How an Innocent American Was Framed in an Attempted Coup Against the President. What's worse here, Carter, uh, if you can pick them, uh, the crime or the cover-up? Well, uh, it, it really is. By, I would say uh, the, the, uh, all of the above, because uh -huh. unfortunately, we, you know, it's hard to say. I mean, we know the crimes are terrible, and I can tell you, and as, I think when you read my book, you'll see the severity of the crimes and the irreparable damage that was created. But unfortunately, um, you know, the cover-up has continued. And again, we're just two months from the next election, uh, presidential election, and we need to fix what was done in the last presidential election. So that's, that's the objective of the book, and I hope your, uh, your listeners uh, enjoy it and, and benefit from it so that they can, you know, as we go into the next uh, election in a, a couple months, people can make informed decisions as opposed to this Russian disinformation pushed by the Democrat Party. I have about 30 seconds left. Just want to tell you thanks for coming on the show, and uh, good luck with the book. And I hope uh, lots of people read it, not just because I'd like to see you have success for, and reward for all your work, but uh, the story needs to be told. Thanks, uh, Carter. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much, Sean. Great to be with you. Okay, that's Carter Page. Thank you very much. And he is the author of Abuse and Power, How an Innocent American Was Framed in an Attempted Coup Against the President. That's uh, President Donald Trump. When we come back, we are going to have the uh, senior advisor from the Trump campaign. Stick around. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. A police union leader says the officers involved in the suffocation death of Daniel Prude in Rochester, New York, were just following their training. 
and they put a hood over his head and pinned him to the ground for two minutes before noticing he wasn't breathing. He says the officers were in a difficult position trying to help someone who appeared to have mental illness. He says they didn't intend to harm Prude. The U.S. unemployment rate fell sharply in August from 8.4 to 10.2 percent. The Labor Department says employees added 1.4 million jobs. The stock market ending a second day of turbulent trading with more losses, but managed to recoup some lost ground by the end of the day. The Dow had actually moved into positive territory in the last hour before the closing bell. The Dow did drop 159 points. The Nasdaq was off 144. This is SRN News. I like a bed that's really firm. I need something a little softer than that. Rest easy. With the Sleep Number 360 Smart Bed, you can both adjust your comfort with your Sleep Number setting. Can it really help me fall asleep faster? Yes, by gently warming your feet. Okay, but can it help keep us asleep? It senses your movements and automatically adjusts to keep you effortlessly comfortable. Sleep Number, proven quality sleep is life-changing sleep. Save 50% on the Sleep Number 360 Limited Edition Smart Bed, plus special financing and free premium delivery when you add a base. Ends Labor Day. To learn more, go to sleepnumber.com. Special financing subject to credit approval. Minimum monthly payments required. If you've fallen behind in your credit card payments during the shutdown, you're probably feeling some added pressures. But you don't have to solve these problems alone. Trinity Debt Management can help. All you have to do is give Trinity a quick call and we'll take care of the rest. No one really knows what the future will bring. But one thing is for sure. If your debt has you down, we should talk. Here's the number. Call 1-800-936-5496. Dan Proft tries to wrap his head around riots and looting. You tell me that somebody got the right to tear down property that American taxpayers paid for and somebody has the right to destroy it, deface it, and tear it down? What kind of people have we become? What kind of people have we become? That's an operative question going into full-fledged election season, isn't it? The Dan Proft Show, weeknights at 9 on AM 1250. The Answer. We live in unprecedented public policy times. The coronavirus pandemic has changed our way of life. Holding government accountable always has been important. But in these troubled times of often arbitrary and capricious government dictates too often cloaked in secrecy, it's more important than ever to call out poor public policy making. This is Frank Gamrat from the Allegheny Institute for Public Policy. Help us to continue holding government accountable with a tax-deductible contribution. Learn how at AlleghenyInstitute.org. Liberty. Liberty Mutual Insurance Company customizes your car insurance with Right Track, which rewards you for safe driving. As the world's most careful driver, that's perfect. Now applying two pounds of force for acceleration. You're really turning in point three miles and begin a deceleration. With Liberty Mutual's Right Track, you could earn up to 30% savings based on how you drive. Sign up at LibertyMutual.com slash Right Track. Liberty, 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 Liberty. Discount on participating vehicles based coverages only. Availability varies. This is Joe. Joe thinks he's seen it all. Gold-encrusted pork chop? Seen it. Cat with a dog tattoo? Seen it. But when it comes to identity theft, Joe only monitors his credit and bank statements, so he may not see threats like new loans in his name or his info for sale on the dark web. Didn't see that coming. LifeLock helps detect and works to fix identity theft. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions, but LifeLock spots threats you may not. Oh, now I see what you mean. Save 25% off your first year with promo code Code smart at lifelock.com. AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The Answer. WPGP Pittsburgh. A division of Salem Media Group. Listen on the Answer mobile app, smart speakers, tune in, iHeart, or radio.com. Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer. A crash on Route 28 outbound after the 31st Street Bridge. The right lane is blocked and the area jammed. It's jammed up from 279, the Parkway North. It's jammed on the Parkway West inbound between Poplar Street and the Fort Pitt Tunnel outbound between the Parkway Center Drive and Carnegie. It's jammed on the Parkway East outbound between the Boulevard of the Allies and the Squirrel Hill Tunnel inbound from Grand Street to the Fort Pitt Bridge inbound again from Edgewood Swissvale to the Squirrel Hill Tunnel. I'm Ann Evans and that's a look at your traffic. AM 1250, the answer. Weather. Mostly clear skies for tonight with a low 51. Plenty of sunshine for tomorrow with a high 78. A couple clouds around tomorrow night with a low 58. Partly sunny skies for Sunday with a high of 79. Monday, periods of sunshine and clouds with a high of 84. With your AccuWeather forecast, 
I'm Gregory Patrick. Hey y'all! Hey, we're Diamond and Silk. You've seen us on TV and social media, or maybe you read our new book, Uprising. Who the hell said you can't ditch and switch? Now we're here to tell you about what's next—an exclusive video event, Diamond and Silk Unscripted, with the one and only Larry Elder. We'll be telling our truth about who we are and how it all began. How our faith gave us the courage and freedom to speak our minds and not allow anyone to dictate. Take our destiny or our future. We will talk about the world we grew up in, <laughs> what led us to rebel against that world, and how rebellion led us to speak out on politics and reach millions of viewers. It's an exclusive video event from Salem Now, Diamond and Silk Unscripted with Larry Elder. Oh, you don't want to miss this! So log on to SalemNow.com. That's SalemNow.com for Diamond and Silk. With Larry Elder. Hey, John Stoggerwald here. I'm just here to tell you how much I love my pillow and how it's changed my sleep. And check out the new mattress topper. That's really amazing. Now, I don't know if I love my pillow or the my pillow mattress topper more. Get a my pillow mattress topper and get some of the best sleep of your life. Now it comes with a 10-year warranty and a cover that's washable and dryable, and it's made in the USA. And backed with Mike Lindell's 60-day money-back guarantee. Just go to mypillow.com and save 30%. Use promo code STAG or call 800-716-8087. When you do, Mike gives you two standard MyPillows free. That's mypillow.com, promo code STAG, or call 800 716 8087. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit mypillow.com. You're listening to the John Stagger Show on AM 1250. The answer. Well, we're expecting a call from uh, Mercedes Schlapp of the um, Trump campaign. We've had her on before, and uh, she hasn't called in yet, so <clears throat> we will wait for that. In the meantime, I should tell you, you can check out my column. I actually am happy to say that I have a column up today at The Federalist, thefederalist.com. <clears throat> and um, if you listen to the show, you know I have a lot of um, guests on from The Federalist. I think it's a great, great uh, site, so I'm proud to have them uh, take my column. I wrote a piece about how uh, – I, I read it actually on the radio here on Monday, I think. Um, <clears throat> I uh, said that the athletes – who we're told are very influential and can have a lot of influence on young black men. I asked uh, if why they're not do it, spending more time talking about talking, not just talking about, but talking to black men, young black men, and telling them the stupidity of getting arrested and and the stupidity of resisting arrest if you do get arrested, and also just talking about other things like uh, getting a high school degree. Uh, graduating from high school, uh, not getting married, uh, not having a kid until you get married. Those are the kinds of things that can help you get out of poverty. Instead, they spend too much time, I think, telling them how they should all be afraid of the police and that police, are, they, they demonize the police and that I think that's tantamount to um, inciting a riot. That's what I think uh, these athletes are actually doing. They're inciting these young black men to riot. They're using their influence in a really bad and negative way. And so that was my piece at The Federalist. Uh, so if you want to check it out, it's at thefederalist.com. And speaking of that, while I was uh, checking my own column out there, I found this. This is really good. It's from uh, Jordan Davidson. And it's uh, <clears throat> 50 questions no reporter dares ask Joe Biden in his campaign. And the amazing thing about this is, is that if you are any kind of a reporter, first of all, you're not supposed to be if you're not. Now, remember, we're not talking about Sean Hannity or Tucker Carlson or, or even Rachel Maddow. We're talking about a reporter. This is, this is a difference between a, a commentator and a reporter. Uh, and then you know if you have a if you're a commentator or if you're a talk show host, you may have uh, different issues and different motivations for asking questions. But if you're a reporter and you have the opportunity, not that you're going to get many opportunities with Joe Biden because he's you know he doesn't talk to the media. He's uh, if it's not on the teleprompter, you ain't getting it from Joe. 
But he has uh, Jordan Davison has 50 questions. No reporter dares ask Joe Biden and his campaign. Forget about his campaign. About just Joe Biden. Anytime you uh, are given the opportunity to be within 10 feet of Joe Biden with a mask or without, these are questions that should just come pouring out of you if you're any kind of a reporter. And I don't know that anybody's really directly asked him. If he were if he were to go on the Sunday shows, which I don't think he's done, and if he does, he won't. He'll do it on someplace friendly, and he'll probably be reading his answers off a teleprompter. But if he does, he won't be pressed on this. But here's a couple or some of the questions uh, on COVID. How do you plan on enforcing a national mask mandate if you are elected? Should states that abide by your national mask mandate use police to enforce it? Won't that necessarily create more interactions with cops at a time of tension? That's a good question, it's an, it's, and it's an unbelievably stupid idea of a national mask mandate anyway. How about on the media? Why do you perpetually fail to take questions from reporters at your minimal number of press conferences? Does your administration have any plans to address the censorship by big tech, tech companies of conservative media and voices? That's uh, the, There's two questions there on the media. But why do you perpetually fail to take questions from reporters at your minimal number of press conferences? That would be a good first question at a press conference. Hey, Joe, thanks for coming to this. And uh, just wondering, how come we don't get a chance to ask you too many questions? Um, we never get a chance to ask anyone. Are you afraid? Well, why don't you? you would think that you'd want to be uh, interacting with the media because the questions would give you an opportunity to state your case. Then a question on uh, Kamala Harris. Uh, she said she believed the women who accused you of sexual assault uh, has Harris changed her position on supporting potential victims of sexual assault? Why is Harris bailing out rioters, including those who are suspected of shooting at police, murdering a friend and, conv- and a convicted sex offender? These are all good and totally leg- legitimate questions for Joe Biden, uh, for a guy who's running for president of the United States. Then how about this on uh, rioting and violence? Will you ever directly condemn Antifa and the Black Lives Matter rioters as the cause for the violence ripping through the nation's cities? Would you allow the National Guard in the cities like Portland that have seen 100 days of violence, rioting, and death? Uh, How about some more here? How about on guns? Hey, Mr. Vice President, in 2013 you suggested that people, especially women, acquire a shotgun for self-defense over an an AR-15 because ARs are, quote, harder to aim, harder to use. Have you ever shot an AR? You've expressed interest in banning the AR-15. Would you be in favor of banning all semi-automatic rifles or not? And if not, why not? Now, how much should, uh, how would such bans be enforced given the popularity of such guns? Here's a good one. Uh, a question for Biden on sports. Should college sports come back this fall? If a vaccine is in place, how long would we need to wait to see if college sports can resume? Here's another question for Joe. You recently praised uh, NBA players for, quote, moral leadership and, quote, using their platform for good, but have not acknowledged that they violated their contracts to protest the shooting of a man with an outstanding warrant accused of sexually and physically assaulting his ex-girlfriend. What are your thoughts on the morality of physical and sexual assault? See, that's that's what I wrote about in my column. NBA players are out there uh, wearing social justice messages on the back of their shirts, uh, Black Lives Matter written on the court. And when they get the chance, they talk about all the black men who have been unarmed black men who have been killed by police when there are not a lot of unarmed black men who have been killed by the police. Um, and the media just slurps it all up, spits it back out. And as I said, I, that I've, I've mentioned that I think it's um, it's they're actually inciting these young men to riot. Uh, here's another one on women. The current data show that working women have been disproportionately hurt in their careers and incomes by coronavirus shutdowns. How can you support such shutdowns and say you are pro-woman? That'd be a good one to hear him answer. And there's Nancy Pelosi. Uh, Speaker of the House was recently seen violating local COVID-19 mandates to get her hair done without a mask in San Francisco. Other Democratic leaders have also violated COVID-19 regulations to keep their comfort. Uh, what are your thoughts on leaders who don't follow the rules that they create, encourage, and condemn others for not following? See, uh, those are, uh, you know, when I read these questions, I try, I try to imagine Joe Biden uh, answering them, and the first thing I think of is, come on, man, 
the deal is, that's the only thing I can um, imagine him saying. And then here's the good one. On abortion, you reversed your long-held position to say you're now in favor of taxpayer funding for abortions. What changed your mind about funding abortions? How do you reconcile your Catholic faith and teachings with your pro-abortion stance? And then Democrats in states like New York have passed laws effectively allowing abortions up until birth. Should taxpayers fund such abortions, particularly for poor women who can't afford them? Now, I should send this, or somebody should send this piece by Jordan Davidson at the Federalist to um, whoever's moderating the debate. As I know one of the people moderating it is um, is, my, is uh, Chris Wallace, but uh, these would be really good questions in a, de- in a debate, wouldn't they? Uh, ask each candidate th- this. Uh, here's one. How about this for a question for anybody? Is Bill de Blasio a good mayor? Is Ted Wheeler a good mayor? That's uh, Portland. Is Lori Lightfoot a good mayor? That's uh, uh, Chicago. And is Andrew, Andrew Cuomo a good governor? These are not just questions for Joe Biden. These would be great questions for any Democrat. And well, I think I know the answer, uh, at least on the Andrew Cuomo thing, they would say he is. I don't know what they'd say about uh, Ted Wheeler and Lori Lightfoot. Oh, anybody could say they're good, but maybe they would. Um, and then on the Obama administration, what did you know? When did you know it about the Obama administration's weaponization of secret spy powers to undermine an election illegally and illegally surveil Democrats' political enemies? Uh, well, if you weren't listening uh, in our first uh, in our second segment uh, just a few minutes ago, uh, you just heard Carter Page talk about that. He's written a book about it. Uh, and he was on to talk about it, Abuse and Power, How an Innocent American Was Framed in an Attempted Coup Against the President. He has a lot of answers to that question in his book. Um, And then a last question here on America. What would you say are the top problems America faces today in the next decade, in the next 50 years? Those are good questions, I guess, for for any uh, politician. But I would would like to see uh, Joe Biden ask just a few of these questions, and I'd, I'd... I think he'd have a real, real hard time um, answering them. Well, uh, we'll, we'll, uh, I guess we're not going to hear from uh, Mercedes Schlapp, so let's take a break, and I'll be right back. This is good news, maybe exactly when you need it to. Right now, MediShare is waiving their new member fees. This could save you money on top of all that you'll save each month by becoming a member of MediShare. So many people are looking for a healthcare solution right now, seeing the cost of COBRA plans, for instance. And MediShare is the affordable alternative to health insurance. The typical family saves $500 a month, but you might save even more. MediShare is a Christian community that shares each other's health care costs, and because of the current economic situation, they're making it easier than ever. Apply by July 31st, and you'll save an additional $170 on your first month. I'll give you the number here in a second, and if you call, you can get a price within two minutes. Just tell them the promo code SHARE to receive your additional savings. Maybe now is the time to make the switch, like more than 400,000 people already have, and start saving. Here it is. Call 844-43-BIBLE. That's 844-43-BIBLE. 844-43-BIBLE. I didn't want to talk. She just sat with me. That was all I really needed. We got back, and of course we went to different cities. One day he called me out of the blue, and it's comforting to know that I always can count on him to have my back. We hadn't talked for a while, and then she texted me, and we went for a walk. She called me from time to time. I really didn't think I needed any help. I was away from my family during the holidays, and a friend invited me to their house for dinner. It really meant a lot. He knew I was having a rough week, so he asked me to go fishing with him. My friend knew that I didn't want to go out, so she brought me dinner instead. It took me from being really depressed to feeling like somebody cared to give me some hope. Just that one text. Be there. Your call. Your presence. Your words. Your support. Be there and help save a life. Learn more about preventing suicide at VeteransCrisisLine.net. We're all thinking a lot more about staying safe these days. Windows R Us Pittsburgh is no different. This is John Steigerwald. 
When it comes to working around your home, Windows R Us remains committed to the safety of you and your family. For roofs, gutters and downspouts, siding, and, of course, windows, Windows R Us Pittsburgh can answer the call. With over 50 years of home remodeling experience, Windows R Us has earned its reputation as the area's premier exterior replacement company. And all work will be done in strict compliance with the government's social distancing guidelines. If you've had damage, you may be eligible for free repair or replacement. Visit WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com for a free inspection from one of their highly trained appraisers. You'll love their no-pressure approach, no hidden fees, and one of the fastest turnaround times in the industry. From a company that will never skip town when it comes to honoring their warranty, why pay double? Trust the area's premier exterior replacement company. That's WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com. Veterans face treacherous situations filled with peril while serving our country. Many veterans come home physically injured, suffering with PTSD, have traumatic brain injuries or other ailments. Treatment is available, but we need your help. Help Heal Veterans with the support of generous citizens like you improves veterans' lives on a daily basis across the United States. For over 45 years, Help Heal Veterans has provided over 30 million therapeutic art kits and craft projects to these critically injured veterans, at no charge to them. Doctors, therapists, and brain injury experts recommend this type of therapy. Since the beginning of World War I, over 100 years ago, art and craft therapy has proven to improve gross motor skills, improve memory, and lessen anger issues in healing veterans. To volunteer or learn more, visit HealVets.org. Help a veteran. Visit HealVets.org. This is the John Stackerwald Show on AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The answer. And now it's time for the Jerk of the Week starring John Stackerwald. Yeah, sometimes it's hard to settle on just one jerk. Um... But Nancy Pelosi made it easy. This is Miss Everybody Has to Wear a Mask, and she's a California politician whose nephew, by the way, is the governor. Um, and he had he's had all barbershops and salons closed down in California for months. You can only get your hair done outside. I don't know how they do that. Um, you've got to have a long extension cord for the blow dryer. I, I, I don't know how many, how many salons are... Uh, able to have people sitting outside getting a haircut, or getting their hair done. I don't know. Anyway, Nancy was caught by a security camera getting her hair blow-dried inside. She was inside the building, and uh, she was not wearing a mask, which, of course, meant that she was showing complete and total disregard for the safety of the American people. So Nancy was busted. That alone would have been enough to win the award, but Nancy, uh, Nancy, I'm sorry, made it a, uh, a slam dunk when she uh, claimed ignorance of the law, first of all, which, as far as I know, is not supposed to be an excuse. And then she blamed the owner of the salon and said she was set up. The salon owner decided to set her up just to make her look bad. Well, Nancy Pelosi is a walking, talking advertisement for term limits, but she's also a repeat winner now of the Windows R Us Jerk of the Week Award. The Jerk of the Week is brought to you by Windows R Us, Pittsburgh's premier exterior replacement company. Expert repair and replacement for windows, roofs, siding, doors, gutters, and downspouts. Why pay double? Visit WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com. Well, here's an interesting uh, little bit of information. We talked about the, uh, at the in the open about the ridiculous story in the Atlantic about uh, President Trump saying uh, U.S. Uh, troops who uh, have been killed were losers and suckers for going to war in the first place. Well, now there's some uh, there's another little angle to the story. Within hours of that piece coming out on Trump, there was a uh, a uh, commercial a, a, a political ad out called Vote Vets. And a question about the Atlantic story was the first one asked at a Joe Biden campaign press conference. So it's almost as if, uh, as Victoria Tra- Taft points out here at the uh, at PJ Media, you know, maybe they're working together. You think that would be a possibility? Uh, Jeffrey Goldberg's piece is called Trump, Americans Who Died in War Are Losers and Suckers, and it's subtitled, The President Has Repeatedly Disparaged the Intelligence of Service Members and Asked That Wounded Veterans Be Kept Out of Military Parades. 
Multiple sources tell The Atlantic. It's based on President Trump's missed trip during his 2018 visit to France. And we've told you that uh, John Roberts of Fox has come out today and said that he talked to two sources, anonymous, of course, who, who said that story was bogus. They were there, and they said it's just not true. And um, and the piece just trashes Donald Trump because he says he didn't want to go because he was afraid his hair would get messed up. And I'm sorry, but uh, I'm just not buying that story in the Atlantic. It's just uh, it's too ridiculous. And I'm, I just don't think that um, – I don't think it's going to matter. Those, there's so many things being said and have been said about Donald Trump that I just don't think that people who support him uh, are going to have their minds changed by it. And I have a feeling that everybody kind of knows after three years of – more than three years of seeing this guy in office that uh, – three and a half years that he – He's he has uh, he has some faults. He has some flaws. He has some personality issues that might rub people the wrong way. But um, they're also looking at number one, who the alternative is, Joe Biden. But they're also the people who like him. They they what they like about him, even the people who like him but don't like his personality. They like the fact that he that he uh, comes through on his promises. And um, so this stuff just this just stuff is just not going to uh, be an issue at all in this campaign. Um, and then I guess today um, the press secretary, Kaylee McEnany, she uh, trashed it already in a press briefing. She said it's uh, fake fake news and propaganda. And uh, so she's making sure she said that in front of the media today because you know the, the media are going to uh, run with it, especially, you know, the the fine, uh, the 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 Joe Biden media, she said four cowardly anonymous sources who probably do not even exist. That's what she called, referred to the sources. Within hours of publication, ten sources, ten, went on the record debunking these lies, eight with first-hand knowledge stating on the record one common truth that this story is false and never happened. I don't think it has any legs. Sorry. I don't have to work on Monday. Sorry. Maybe not. I'll talk to you on Tuesday. Thanks for being here. Bye. John Steigerwald Show is a production of the Answer Pittsburgh and Salem Media Group.